comrades, let's all unite in this beautiful day, November 3rd, 2020. Let's bring back the greatest era of politics of all time, Soviet America! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this special edition of Digression. Special edition because Jaboy understands the the climate that we're in, the importance of today. Today, as I said earlier, November 3rd, 2020, election day! Election day in the U.S. is of a absolute uh, pandemonium right now. People been people been sending their ballots. This is the flair for today, by the way. This is what we're going to be at today. Welcome. How you doing, bro? How you... Jaboy! I'm so excited. Uh, this is this is one of those episodes, man. I've been looking forward uh, for, you know, the last, like, I'd say 24 hours. It's 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 going to be a political flair today. All right? I mean, we're, we're in context. You know what I mean? We're, we're having a good time here. Uh, you have your coffee? Uh, you have, uh, you have your little croissant? You have a... Yeah? gonna refill my coffee here hang on i'm getting way too excited over this uh no but listen today you know you know how we do you know first of all first of all thank you for being here my name is uh, janessy i'm always gonna be ja ja boy always 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 giving you this beautiful episode from the comforts of my little my little cat box my little uh, little apartment here on the plateau mont royal in montreal quebec uh, and as always you know i'm just your local computer parts dealer and uh, today, uh, today is gonna be. Uh, I- I'm gonna. I, don't, I think it's gonna turn into a bit of a rant today because I- I- I'm starting to realize, especially judging by all the uh, political experts and uh, all the all the different types of sheep that I have on my on my social media platforms. Um, it, I- I'm, I'm starting to realize that my my political views and how I look at politics is is a bit different from what other people do now. I'm going to start off by saying this before, because uh, I'm going to say some potentially controversial things. I just want to, I just want to, I just want to make something very clear because there might be a bit of gray zones here and there. Oh, I'm not going to lie. All right. Very, 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 very big possibility. But the main thing I want to point out, uh, I, I do not affiliate with any political party, whether it's in Canada or whether it's in the United States. Um, the, I firmly believe that it is a complete disservice to the democratic process, especially in the United States, that there are only two options being given at the polls. There's only two viable options. There's only two options that get the money, the capital to actually go forward and do these massive campaigns to rally, you know, their senators or Congress people their, you know, and uh, it, it's a bit of a shame. Every year we hear a bit about the libertarians, you know, they just shuffle a couple of you know, they just ruffle a couple of feathers here and there, but they're just, they're so marginal, you can't even hear about them. Uh, and it's, it, it sucks because I've noticed years ago that a lot of the media, a lot of the political, uh, sorry, a lot of the public figures out there, athletes, you know, actors, uh, singers, um, they're, they're being manipulated to be peons for a specific party. Uh, most of the time is the Democratic Party, which... I, I find it's a bit perverse. I don't think it's a good, healthy thing for democracy. Um, and 
at at the top, it, it's my belief. And again, you can you can. I'm happy if you disagree with me. Again, you can always tell me to go fuck myself at Jonesy J O N N E S S E Y on Instagram. Um, or uh, or yeah, I think that's pretty much the only way to communicate with me. But yeah, that's kind of like the that's kind of like the gist here. Um, I I've been I've been I've been interested about politics since I'm a kid. I've uh, I've had moments in my life where I wanted to become a uh, a mayor, you know, representative for something, some part of Montreal. But every single time, and this is a history that just repeats itself over and over again, is that especially at a municipal level, politics uh, in modern times are uh, are a complete a complete utter joke. Um, but obviously, in the spirit of today, we're going to keep focusing on the American experience on our on our cousins, on our brothers from the south. Uh, I, I'm gonna start off, bro. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I fucking love America, man. I love the United States. I, I, obviously, you know, from us, from a northern perspective, you know, we look down on the Americans. And I'm kidding. Um, it, it sometimes it's hard to fully understand what the issues are, and a lot of my friends, a lot of my of the people I know, uh, tend to often just, unfortunately, and I've been guilty of that too. So I'm trying, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be very transparent here. I've I've noticed that a lot of my friends, a lot of people that give their own opinions online or even in, 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 in person, they just seem to regurgitate what the masses are saying, what the media is saying. Um, and in America, there's a lot of different actors. It's, it's, a, it's a different, it's a different country, right? Obviously it's, it's just a different, it's a different game. And as Canadians, I feel that we often we're quick to judge. We're quick to under, like to pretend we understand everything that goes on because, there's certain things that when we read in the news, we're like, oh, obviously, like, what do you mean this is a thing? Oh, like, oh, Florida man doing some weird shit again? Oh, oh Florida man. You know? But every snowbird goes to Florida every summer. You know what I mean? Like, yes, 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 you know, yes, yes, we're, we're the same. You know, we're the same, but we're different, you know what I'm saying? You know? Um, no, but yeah, so so just to keep to keep track with our uh, with with our American theme today, because it is the great, um, the great day, the democratic holiday celebration during a fucking global pandemic. You know, it's it's hard sometimes to uh, to imagine how this entire process is going to be done fairly. I don't know about you, but the mail-in ballots for me is a is a scam in a, in a certain in a certain way, um, and only really because a lot of areas in the states, a lot of counties, a lot of areas. For those of you who don't know, obviously in the United States, it's a country with United States. Fuck. And so, and so there, there are some counties, there are some areas in, in the states that have either been, you know, Democrat for decades or have been Republican for decades. So I feel that relying yourself solely on the mail-in ballots, because right now this is, this is kind of what's been happening. There's been a record number of people signing up or sending in their votes uh, via mail because of the pandemic, right? And, and risks of spreading your boogers in line to, to go vote. And there are have already been reports of ballots being found in a ditch, uh, ballots being thrown away, and this is kind of the, the biggest risk that comes with it because you're you're kind of giving the electoral power, the electoral oversight um, of a very crucial part of your democratic process on the postal service, which again I think I mean for those of you who don't know, there's been a lot of a lot of speculation that. Uh, you know, the Postal Service was like they were close to Trump and they're going to manipulate the whole thing. And I don't think that that's going to happen. There have been cases, actually, where there's been ballots found of like, you know, Republican ballots found in that were thrown away. They were thrown in a ditch, which is a real problem. 
And uh, no, I, I think it's this election might be, you know, it could turn very ugly. It could turn very ugly. And not because of the candidates, which brings me to my first fucking point of this entire thing. Let's go, baby. Donald J. Trump and Joe Biden, you know, our boy Pence, and our lady Harris, they're all, they're all going to head to head today. And I'm going to be real with you. This is what I mean by the political process is trash and why in the United States it just has to change. Again, my opinion, my Canadian views here, bro. In Canada, we have, we had digress right away. How the fuck do I do that? Jesus. One of the things that we have in Canada that I always find funny is that we have like one right wing ish party because it's like center right or conservatives are like, you know, center right. You know, they're not really like right, right. And uh, all the other parties are lefty liberals. You know, you could make an argument on liberals. They kind of liberals just pander. They just go left or right. doesn't matter. They'll just do whatever it takes to get elected and not actually do anything. Hot take. But in, um, in the scheme of the American of the American electoral process, that that's kind of like I think the biggest issue, because on one side, and this is a, a skit. I mean, I, I watched this skit when I was a kid. It was a South Park skit, where you either you either vote for a douchebag or a turd sandwich every election, and it's exactly what's happening right now. On on one side, you have Donald Trump. A a uh, I mean, if you haven't seen the documentary on Netflix, it's fucking hilarious, dude. This guy got elected. Off of bullshit. In the sense that he just said whatever had to be said. He did whatever had to be done to get elected. He most probably ran one of the greatest marketing campaigns this fucking planet has ever seen. Because this dude went from being this sketchy fucking real estate broker slash investor slash... I I don't even... Venture capitalist, I guess, in a sense where he had his own stake brand at one point. This this dude's been this dude's been trolling us for the last decades since I'm a kid, and uh, he he got put into power, not knowing what the fuck to do. He just did things, and it was funny because that's kind of like how we run his campaign, right? He he was his his main message was, you know, I'm a dude that's not in politics. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm just gonna go in there and just like do some shit, and it's uh, exactly what happened. Um, the economy was did a huge turnaround. There was the unemployment rate in the states was really really low. Um, all parties aside, like all I mean all uh, I want to say parties because fuck I'm so mad at this. I'm so mad that Americans like you got you fell in the trap of like dividing your own people and it really makes me mad. Where you have like these are the people of color, these are the blacks, these are the Latinos. Like shut the fuck up. You're American. You know that's how it should be. This is this is how every country based off immigration and every country that is built by immigrants should act as. It shouldn't be based on your skin color, your ethnic background, whatever, your gender, what's between your legs, where you put your genitals. Who gives a fuck? It should just be you're an American, you're you're a New Yorker, you're a, a this, you're a this, but you're always united with that one American thing. And every time I turn on the fucking TV, it's just people trying to divide you over and over again. It drives me nuts. I love you, America. I'm saying this because I love you. And uh, it, it drives me nuts, dude. Up up the wall, man. It drives me up the wall. I've I've every time I've been to the States, man, every time I've I've gone to the States, I've met some of the best people ever. Bar none, like fucking kindest people, always open. Um and 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 
coming like I traveled through southern states. I've done I've done a road trip, dude, from Montreal to Louisiana. Gone through fucking Mississippi. Gone through Alabama. You know, it's great people, and and I just feel there like the media has gone way too powerful, and it's just controlling everything. And and uh, and I, I I mean, the problem now is that if if now there's there's no united front if you get mad you know if you're like yo we want change there's no united front because now you're divided you know you're left and right anyway i digress so back right trump versus biden joe biden joe biden vice president of the united states for eight years with our uh, our boy barack obama can someone tell me what barack obama has done as president i'm, I'm gonna be real i'm gonna be real right now Barack Obama, I feel, the Democratic Party played the biggest race card in the entire fucking universe. They picked Barack Obama because he was he was he was the the perfect mix, right? He was half white, half black, but everyone calls him black because he's not like his skin isn't white. You see what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense. Just be American, you know? Don't 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 play color games. Who gives a fuck? Hang on. Getting upset here. But Joe Biden was with Barack Obama for eight years, and I genuinely have no clue what what Obama did. He like most of the promises that he did, and this is the funny, this is the biggest difference I find between the two is that you know Barack Obama had a eight years to fix things. He kept promising that you know poor like poorer people, like lower income families, and and all that would get his, his support, his help. Especially in his home state of Chicago. In his home state of Chicago. In his home state of Illinois. Fucking Christ. <laughs> and and nothing changed for eight years. He had all the power. He he had supreme power. He didn't do shit. All these cities, all these all these counties, all these states in America had those glaring problems that he promised to fix. I don't think he should have fixed them. That's an that's a separate argument. But he he was promising things and he never delivered. And that's kind of the biggest this is the reason I, I cannot stand the Democratic Party of the United States. I don't I'm not again, like I said, I'm not I don't identify with either Republican or Democrat. My views usually lean towards are always like a bit more on the right, that's for sure. But you know, there are there are some points where I don't agree with a lot of people that say they're conservative. Um so so that's why I don't I don't identify I just I you know my views vary from 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 one topic to another. I feel that as much as politicians on both sides of the aisle just feed people with bullshit over and over again at every single turn they can get whether it's you know midterm elections or you know the actual big elections the the Democratic Party I feel or I think factually speaking, has blown so much smoke up people's asses, always promising fucking unicorns and rainbows and just always coming short. And there's always reasons, right? There's always excuses. You know, the senators and, and congresspeople always get called out on their shit on both sides. Again, I'm not saying both sides, but I feel like more uh, more factually than not, the Democrats have been more, sorry, have been guiltier of of wrecking havoc and look this brings me to my second my second aspect of today swing states so for those of you who don't know and i'm kind of i'm giving you a, a very and i want to make sure like I'm, I'm dumbing things down okay listen i'm a podcast podcaster okay listen i talk a lot of shit this isn't a this is supposed to be a bit 
educational, but not really. You know, it's more, it's, I mean, yeah, you know, you know, you know, Ja, you know ja bro. I, listen, bro, I, I literally hustle rocks on the weekends, you know? I just pick up the rocks and I hustle them. That's what I do. Um, but yes, so one of the, one of the important uh, aspects of the elections every year is the concept of swing states. Now, for those of you who don't know what a swing state is, it's basically a state that historically has had the, uh, I guess, like, was at, I don't, put, I don't want to say at risk, but uh, it's essentially a state that um, is attacked a lot by the two, like, major parties, right, Democrats, Republicans, and has historically been, I don't want to say victim, guilty, has historically switched or flip-flopped from being either a Republican or a Democratic state. Uh, so these states, for this election, there's a company called, uh, there's an election anal, 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 fuck, I just said anal like three times, election analytics website called 538, and they came down with a list uh, of states that are swing states. So for this year, we're going to have Arizona, Georgia, Florida, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Wisconsin. Um, so essentially these, uh, oh, how many? Fuck, I didn't even count them. 12? 11? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, 15. So technically there should be 15 states that are quote-unquote at risk. The other other states, you know, we're talking about the Washingtons, right? Oregon's, California, right? New Mexico, you know, Vermont, right? New York. New Jersey, maybe, probably. Yeah, New Jersey's Democrat for sure. Illinois Democrats, fuck. Um, all these states are uh, Texas Republican. Right, I'm just talking shit about the left. Fuck. Alaska, eh, is that's going to be a red state all through and through. Eh? Sarah Palin, shut up. Um, but no, yeah, so all these states essentially today are going to be what are mostly call, called, called, referred to as battleground states. So every vote matters, every effort matters. Both parties are usually in there slugging it out, making sure that they get the competitive edge. Now, what's the... <laughs> this brings me back. This brings me back to the last election in 2016. I was in Ottawa, you know, president of a fraternity. I was with the boys. We're watching the elections. Some of my friends, diehard Trump fans. Some of my other friends, diehard Democratic, I guess, Obama. Um... Voted, I wanted to vote for Hillary, but again, that's, <laughs> that's a, that's a rant for another day, dude. Like the Clintons, man, the Clintons, man, after I watched that stupid fucking documentary on, on Netflix, uh, talking about Epstein and his pedo island, the fact that Bill Clinton was on that plane like over 10 times and everyone's just going to pretend that, oh no, no, they're, they're, they're great. No, they're great people. He just flew to pedo island, bro. 10 times he was on oh no i i went on this island there was uh, underage girls i didn't notice them i didn't see them yeah fuck off fucking predators man piss me off okay anyway but back to what we're talking about um yeah so one of the reasons uh why, why it's important for these uh for these battleground states is that especially states like uh like florida and uh i want to say michigan usually but uh no ohio sorry usually ohio has been known as a uh, as, as this kind of like, I might be talking shit, uh, but I think Ohio was always known as being like one of those, like maybe States it's either Ohio or Pennsylvania. Fuck. I forgot. Either way, the, the main important thing about these, these States is that, uh, they're kind of vital 
to the entire electoral college. I can't fucking speak English, bro. Um, and for the democratic process, it's one of those one of those uh, situations where uh, we're gonna have to watch these closely. So again, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, Wisconsin. All of these are swing states. Um, obviously, you know, you got your, your Bible belt that's all red. We're going to have our Texas. You're going to have your Alabama. You're going to have your Oklahoma or Nebraska. Yo, can someone explain to me why it's called, it's called fucking Kansas, and then it's called Arkansas. Yes, but, yo, you just put an AR in front of the Kansas. Why isn't it Arkansas? Why is it Kansas and Arkansas and not Arkansas? Am I making sense? It should be Kansas and Arkansas. No. It's Arkansas, bro. It's fucking Arkansas, bro. Don't fucking shoot fucking guns here, bro. Anyway. Uh, but, third point of today. What the fuck does any of this mean for Canada, right? We're in a Canadian view. We, we, we look, we watch, we adapt. A lot of the things that happen in, in, um, in uh, obviously, in the American culture. For, for those of you, I have, I have a few of my American friends listening to this today. Or maybe that listen to my, my, my episodes usually. But I'm gonna tell you this. For a lot of a lot of people in Canada, and I don't know why this is hard to admit, but American culture, especially music, uh, arts, directly influences the entire world. Um, if you look at hip hop, if you look at rap, if you look at uh, just cinema, I mean cinema, American cinema has been fucking garbage for the last like I'd say like six, eight years. With uh, only a few good movies coming out per year. One of the biggest thing is people are hard to admit that America runs the show. Uh, I'll give you a good example. I've recently became very interested in uh, or started really, really, really listening to French hip hop. Because it's one of the one of the last, I want to say genres of hip hop that still talks about like what the hip hop used to talk about like in the 90s. Uh, like 80s and 90s, it's like, you know, a bit less, you know, it's a bit more J. Cole and a lot less, you know, mumble rap, you know. So it, it, that's kind of like the main reason. But a lot of these, and this is the best part, is that a lot of these artists in, in interviews say that, you know, they're heavily influenced by the American styles, right? Just the sounds, the, 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 whether yeah, whether it's the sounds, whether it's literally like even part of like the clothing, the the attitude, the the demeanor, the decor, and in a certain sense, and a lot of people just just say no, it's not true. It's not it's not true. It is. It, it's it, it it's just artists have admitted it. You know, wherever you look worldwide, people want to be like America, and and it's hard for some people to understand and admit that it's it's just it's the way things are. Like us, Canada, dude, we're. Canada, if you were to divide up Canada, all right, let me, let me tell you this right now. If you, if you ask me to divide Canada, anything after Manitoba going west, including Manitoba, but anything like Manitoba included going all the way to fucking BC, you can turn that into, into the United States of Canada right there. This could, this could easily be like provinces that just fuck off and, and join the states and, and have a good time because they're in terms of values. In terms of their neighbor values, so like North Dakotas, the Minnesota, the they're very similar in terms of values. So they would blend in very well. Quebec, obviously, we need our own fucking country. Separate the fuck out of it. Build a wall. Fuck Ontario. And fuck Ottawa with the fuck every fiber in my body. 
and uh and uh in ontario i mean ontario is just like dude it, it's new york it's an extension of new york state in my opinion um i love stirring the pot bro that's my shit bro you know what i mean i just love to just give me that sauce give me that spoon i'm just i'm just fucking swing it i'm gonna swing the pot but yeah so what does it mean for canada you know recently we had a, a new trade agreement right nafta got drop kicked uh into the stratosphere uh and in a weird way this is one of the few things that i think donald trump did really well for america is that he he got rid of that deal um in terms of economics you know me i studied econ for a while i studied international development i started globalization i started international politics and, and all that um there is uh, in, in terms of economic principles there are things such as comparative advantage complete like absolute advantages there are competitive i just said that competitive i'm sorry i'm just getting the coffee kicking up i'm just all over the place um there there are some there are some principles in a worldwide competitive economy that that cannot happen uh one of those things one of the basic rules of economics is that everyone everyone benefits if you specialize in something right so i'll give you an example canada has had an accord with this is something i discovered not too long ago that really really pissed me off dude because canada has been uh kind of the uh, i mean before mexico came in and really started developing their stuff but canada especially in ontario like southern ontario like the sudburys the hamiltons and all that there's a lot of factories like car manufacturing factories that are there the hondas the toyotas the the fords a lot of it is in canada because comparative to the american dollar canadian dollar is always weaker and so having that trade relationships where cars are built in a cheaper environment and then sold back in the United States uh, makes more sense for companies. The problem, and one of those things, right? And we're talking about agreements here and I'll come right back to like, what does it mean for Canada? Don't worry, just just, just hang on, strap on, strap on your seatbelt and your tinfoil hat. But that's the thing. Canada has the brains. We're like, what, 38 million people now? We have the brains, we have the resources, we have the capabilities to have a car company in Canada. Like, a, imagine a a Canadian company. There are, there is, there is a, there is one that that specializes in like hypercars, like super fast rocket ships that you just can't fucking use in Canada because there's potholes everywhere, dipshit. Uh, but there, there's part of that trade. On top of my head, I forgot the name, but there's there's an accord, there's an agreement that was signed that only benefits american manufacturers that put their plants or sorry i'm sorry not just american manufacturers they're the the benefit international manufacturers to build in canada uh and the the biggest thing i mean obviously it creates jobs it's it's good for the canadian economy but the problem is is that there's a part in this agreement that completely undercuts canadian manufacturers if there were to be any because dude we're, we're solely dependent on foreign on like i want to say domestic production but it's foreign companies right so we're we're in that weird space where like we're not fully mechanically you know autonomous uh in terms of car production so one of one of the biggest problems with these deals with the like a deal that was similar to nafta which is a north american free trade agreement is that when you have a free-flowing okay and, and, and i'm sorry if you if you know these things but i'm just i just gotta you know give a broad brush here just to kind of like you know, just just amplify a bit of the of the of the factors that are involved here. One of the problems when you have NAFTA, which is really a free trade agreement, no tariffs, no quotas between trade, 
except in certain areas like the dairy production and, and whatnot, um, you're you're essentially creating an economic zone where things things can just move from one end to another. And and in this situation, this has never fully benefited Canada. To a certain degree. Obviously, a lot of the Canadian growth, a lot of its strong dollar compared to the American dollar, a lot of things. I mean, Canada's pegged a bit on the oil, which is, you know, another story. But generally speaking, there was a lot of good that came out of NAFTA. But when Donald Trump decided, you know what, fuck this deal. This is not the best, especially in the lumber and uh, mills uh, of uh, uh, of the states, which they were losing to Canada because Canada was had cheaper wood. They... Um, he he did a good thing for America in this sense, right? For us, maybe not that well. Um, it didn't it, on a macro spectrum, right, of things like in terms of international trade, value of the dollar. There are some industries that did get a get kicked in the back of the dick, but uh, in the scheme of things, that was a good move for him. Um, now moving forward, so far it's stabilized. Whatever the hell happened with the New Deal, it's uh, I, th- I think it's good. Obviously, the pandemic. It's hard to say with what the economic consequences were and what are the ramifications on a long term? Because now, I mean, nothing makes sense. You're just like, how am I paying rent this month? I don't fucking know. I'm starting a new job on Monday, though. Shut up. Pretty fucking excited, dude. Nothing worse than being stuck at home in a pandemic and just have, like, YouTube, a PS4, and, and, and a microphone. There's just nothing to do. I can't go to the gym, fuck. I digress. I digress. Um... But yeah, no, and, and you know, I'm going to, I talk a lot of shit here. I just want to, I just want to say one thing to, to my American friends out there. If you're listening to this, I mean, I, I'm sure by the time you listen to this, most of you have voted. We'll, we'll probably, most of us will know exactly what happened in, in those elections. Um, but, you know, looking, looking at, at the scheme of things, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about one thing. Uh, I'm really worried that America has become a lot a lot more polarized than it should be. Um, the reason why I understand more, because it's more Republicans than bring out that argument. The always the arguments to kind of like stick to your guns, in a sense where, you know, you have your your amendments, you have your your kind of your rules of the game, and you just get, you have to stick by them. And um, that's kind of I, I really really I understand it, and I don't think these things should be changed. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Obviously, I don't want to get into a gun debate, all that. Uh, what I'm saying is there are things in Canada that we don't have, and it it pisses me right the fuck off. There are some things in our Canadian, like Canadian charts of rights and freedoms that don't make sense, and we just seem to not really give a shit because we're happy in Canada. You know, there's a low murder rate. There's a low crime rate. I get it, but I want to I want to talk about one thing, one important thing that again, as 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 a dude that podcasts, a little podcaster out of the Plateau Montreal, little little little, you know, <laughs> there's things that I'm that I'm always gonna defend, and uh, and if if you have listened to one of my last episodes, freedom of speech for me is something that is absolutely categoric. It's it's one of the most important things if you want to keep a democracy, if you want to keep a just like fair playing field where you can discuss ideas and you can at this point risk offending people and and just to get to the truth which is one of my main values it's worth it it's a hundred percent worth it for good or bad 
obviously in the States, you can see some extreme examples, right? When there's like women trying to get an abortion, where there's like people like harassing them before going to the center and all that. That's your freedom of speech working right there. In this case, you can make an argument that it's a bit more for the bad, in my opinion, just because, you know, for me, it's like let people live. But in, uh, in the scheme of things, if you start censoring people and telling them what they can and can't say, that's a problem. And we have that in Canada, by the way. We don't have full freedom of speech. One of the best examples, one of the most popular ones is Mike Ward, the comedian, right? For those of you who lived in Quebec, and I mean, if, if you live in, I mean, it's, it was more, it was, it was a lot bigger in Quebec, but in, in Canada as a whole, uh, I believe it is going to the Supreme Court of Canada. Uh, so long story short, uh, Mike Ward is a comedian. He made a joke on a, on a, on a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. And usually the Make Foundation, Make-A-Wish Foundation kids, they have a, you know, they have an expiry date <laughs> in a sense. Fuck. Um, and this, what happened was, is that he told a joke how, you know, this kid is like still popular. He sang in front of the Pope, but like he wouldn't fucking die. And honestly, I thought it was a hilarious joke because again, it's a joke. Jokes should not be censored. Jokes are there to be jokes. I, and, and, and this kid, bro, he won a, a court case in, in the, in the Superior Court of Quebec. Is it the Superior, a cool Spanish, I don't, I want to say the, the Superior Court. And, um, and uh, he, like Mike Ward, I think was fined something like $40,000 for his comments. So, so that's, that would have never happened in the States is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't exist. Justin Trudeau, yesterday, bro. There's been a there's been a, a, a series of attacks in in France in the last uh, in the last week, and uh, all of them come from people that claim to be you know radical Islamists, and they, they're just there to defend the prophet or you know. And uh, Justin Trudeau said, word for word, man, you can't make this shit up, and and. Again, I, I hate Justin Trudeau. I'll just make that very fucking clear. Liberal Party just panders. They're garbage. They're trash. I would dropkick the, the Liberal Party out of the fucking stratosphere. I can't stand them. Little trust fund baby running our fucking country. I'm out of this fucking mind. I get mad. But he said something today that, that really, man, he said, in French, he said, la liberté d'expression n'est pas sans limite. So essentially, like freedom of speech doesn't, yeah, freedom of speech is not limitless. Leader of Canada said that today in a press conference talking to French people regarding the attacks. How fucking... Like, this is a level of... of uh, I mean, he went to Brebeuf, so I understand. He's a bit uneducated. But listen, that is a level of, of, of idiocy that I just... I, 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 it's, I'm speechless. I'm, I'm, I, I, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I had to listen to the videos. I had to look at it. This is literally what he said. And in Canada, you don't have freedom of speech. If you, can't, you can't do hate speech, right? I mean, that's the thing. Is that there's a difference between putting things into law and putting things in a cultural setting where as a society would decide, hey, you sh- maybe shouldn't do hate speech, right? You shouldn't do all these things. And freedom of expression at the same time is could be a very, very dangerous weapon, but it could also be what keeps your society together. It keeps it a bunch, regardless of your physical appearance or, you know, whatever the fuck. So it's, it's infuriating that Justin Trudeau said that. There isn't a single American on this planet. I mean, maybe a few, like, hyper-leftists that, you know, take over Portland and just decide to burn the whole city down. Or, you know, that might be, that might agree with that, but... The main, the main thing that I, that I just want to say about that before going back is freedom of speech should never, ever, ever be censored 
However, people have to understand, and this is the only way that this is ever going to be able to kind of police itself and like control itself, is that when you say certain things, there are in some in, in, in some cases consequences to what you say, right? Like if I just walk in the street and I, I have the right to tell someone, hey, hey, I just I just fucked your mom. Right? I'm allowed to say it, but he's also allowed to beat the shit out of me because of it. Which you should. But that you get my point, right? Is that there's there's consequences to what you do and what you say. And and there's no um it doesn't change for for that. But Again, you see, in the states, they they're 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 more law based in, in the sense that it's more. Like, I guess there's like more. I don't say values. It's so fucked, dude. In Canada, if you if you miss call, by the way, that Jordan Peterson. I you know some of you know that, but he was def, he was against this law proposal that would make it a crime for people to mispronounce your your pronouns when talking to someone that was transgender. Like it's literally illegal now. Or it's it's pro, you can be prosecuted for purposely not referring to someone by their preferred genders, like their pronouns. Sorry. How the fuck does that make any sense? Like this is this is preferential preferential prefer prefer fuck preferential treatment for fuck's sake. Trying to make I'm trying to make good arguments. I can't even fucking speak the language. Hang on. This is that when that law that was like C what was it C twenty one or some shit, dude. I it, it it just doesn't make sense, you know? Because it's like it's like so one thing if you don't call someone by their pronouns. Listen, okay, you can be a dick, right? But it should be legal to be a dick. That that's the difference, right? Legality and illegality. Should you go to jail for not telling someone calling them calling them by their pronouns? Fuck no. Should you be called a dick? Sure. The argument can be there, right? You're an asshole. All right. Listen, we're in the we're in the age of social media and internet, bro. You can destroy someone's reputation and career with one fucking tweet, okay? So don't tell me this bullshit that people need to go to jail for this shit. No, I, I refuse. But on to happier things. Um, yeah, elections. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's it's cool. With time, uh, I've I've gone to realize, you know, you know, my theories about living in a simulation and all that. Donald Trump, if Donald Trump gets elected on a second term. Eight years of Donald Trump, dude. You cannot tell me that there isn't some sort of... There's some kid in the basement, you know, in a parallel universe that's just fucking around with the settings, you know? He's just making shit happen. I'm telling you, this is fucking... I'm telling you, this is it. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's insanity, bro. Like, Donald Trump, bro. This dude, man, he puts his name on every fucking building he fucking builds. He's like, I'm Donald Trump. I got a big dick and tiny hands. I love it, man. Nothing but net, this dude. Been shooting threes, fuck. Splash zone. Oh, it's fucking incredible, man. <sighs> yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. Longer episode than usual today. I love it. I just gotta run, bro. I gotta let it out. I, I I love I love all these things. I love discussing these things. And man, um, it's fun. It's it's the one thing I'll call out. Last two things. I think I got two more points here. One point is is the the, the polarization. I mentioned it a bit earlier. One of the one of the things that really drives me nuts with the the polarizing nature of, of politics because it, it doesn't have to do anything with with America necessarily necessarily um, it's the people that are extremists because these are people I, I, I just can't get along with regardless of, of affiliation um, 
in the states, um, just to keep it central to to to, to uh, the U.S. of A. The I think the extreme on the right is going to be your evangelical, biblical, ultra conservative that uh, just don't want to hear shit, and you're going to have on the left those like you know, triggly puffs, you know, weirdly colored hair, angry at men all the time kind of people, and um, and they just don't want to listen. Cause, cause that, I think that's the biggest problem that's happening in both. I mean, maybe not in Canada as much because we're just all left. It, it just doesn't, you know. Like I'm for Quebec independence, man. I'm for Quebec being a country. I'm saying this right now, unironically. I am. But the problem is, is that both parties or every actor right now in Quebec that wants that to happen are on the left, and you cannot start a brand new country, a brand new economy with a fiscal and an unique with a fiscal policies or just an entire mindset that is based on 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 being left. There are examples worldwide, the Asian tigers, that are countries that came from rubble and are now the biggest economic powerhouses in the world that have good societies and that operate well. So um, it, it's possible for Quebec to become a powerhouse. That's not the issue. The issue is everyone else's mindset is just fucked. But anyway, okay, so so the polarization aspect is really one of the things that uh, is serving a, a gigantic disservice to everyone. I've noticed... And this is maybe because I spent way too much time on fucking Reddit. And Reddit has become an absolute cesspool for all the, you know, basement dwellers, you know, fucking neck beard assholes that just like, oh my god, ladies, uh, my lady, uh, I love you so much, uh, oh, oh, be my king, oh, uh, oh, uh. You know what I mean? Fuck Reddit, dude. I'm on it every day, though, because it's, it's, they, they nailed the setting, but the problem, they give a voice to the, to, 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 to you know, to the basement dwellers, to the gnomes. How much fucking shit am I talking today? Jesus fucking Christ. Thank you for sticking so long, by the way, if you're still here. I fucking love you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's that's kind of... This is my uh, this is where I kind of wrap everything around. The, the problem with having that polarization, that ego-driven aspect to politics is, is, is very, very bad. People that want censorship that tell you what you can't and can't say are most of the time leaning on the left. I have, I've very rarely seen a, um, let's say a prominent political figure from the right going to a rally or going to a school to give a talk to discuss things. Uh, you know, I've only seen these things happen where, where the, the, the more extreme lefties just come in and ruin the entire experience. They'll shut it down. They'll just start screaming start protesting just because someone wants to come and talk to me that's that is com completely obscene it doesn't make any fucking sense everyone should have the right to talk in safety they shouldn't be scared to say what they have to say and now more and more what i'm seeing is the left side of 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 the spectrum is getting angrier for the wrong reasons and they they project that anger by telling you to shut up and not talk so that's why, man, when I decided to do this podcast, by the way, a little, a little tangent here, like when I decided to do all this thing, when I just talk about topics, I genuinely don't care what people might think. Um, I'm just going to keep saying things that to me matter, that make sense. I listen to other people. Sometimes I correct myself. Sometimes I, 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 I call myself out on, uh, on, some, uh, on some things and I'm not afraid of it. And that's kind of the mindset that I feel people don't have with politics, with discussions, with 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 topics and you know i feel it, i've been to the university of ottawa it is 
Dude, when I went to my feminism class at, at the University of Ottawa, I, bro, I would walk in and obviously I don't have any fucking proof because how do you, how do you even say that? But I was with, I was with a friend at the time. She was in a sorority. I was in, I was in, uh, I was in a fraternity. I would fucking show up to fem classes in my letters, bro. I don't give a fuck. And bro, I, I sort of got, I mean, maybe <laughs> that didn't help, but bro, the girls that at, at, in the class would just fucking look at me with like daggers in their eyes, bro. Like, when you look at someone, you just want to fucking kill them. Like, that's exactly what was going on. And that's in both my fem classes that I had. One in CJP, one in university. But, honestly, this, the one I did in university was more of a meme than anything. Because I did get a C plus and I did jack shit. I literally wrote my last term paper. And all I did, every paragraph, is talk shit about the patriarchy. That's it. Like, this is how good your pseudoscience is. Fuck, it drives me nuts, dude. But, um... But, no. That's the thing. Polarization, man. And the number one thing, again, that's, that's I think, the... The catalyst and all that is the media, Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and I mean they're they're always pulling. Obviously, like Fox News and CNN for me are like the both, the like the both at the top where they just always pull in one direction over another. And this is again what what drives me nuts, dude. And and it's the media became once the media became a for profit organizations. Once media companies realized that ad revenue matters more than anything else, they stopped caring about the truth. There, how many times have you now watched like or read a MTL blog article or a fucking BuzzFeed article and you kind of look at like the actual news and you're like, oh shit, that's kind of similar. Kind of looks the same, right? Because just people telling you whatever the fuck you want to hear just so they can get money. And you know, when it comes to values and politics and, 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 and you know, as a society talking about real shit and getting things done, you can't make it happen because everyone's, everyone's just has their own agenda. Everyone just cares about their own thing. Getting fucking hyped up here, boys. 45 minutes in. Let's fucking go. Uh, but no. You know what? I'm going to end it here. America, listen. I just want to say this. Bottom of my heart, I love you. To all my American friends out there. I have, I have a few American listeners, man. Uh, I love you. I really hope you guys... I wish you guys the best. I hope that today um, doesn't spark... I'm afraid... I'll be honest. The last thing I'm really afraid of is that there might be some really fucking bad riots. Uh, if if Trump gets elected, but uh, I'll finish off with my prediction. My prediction is based on on uh, isn't based on poll numbers, which is might be a bit weird, just because last time around everyone said 80% chance Hillary and 20% chance Trump, and watching the Young Turks fucking lose their shit on YouTube was one of the one of the happiest moments of my life. Um, but I'm gonna say, man. I think that, again, by the skin of his teeth, Donald Trump is going to get elected. That's my, uh, that's my prediction. Just because I do think the, the Democratic Party has been completely out of touch with, with the people for the last four years. For the last... Arguments can be done for a lot longer, but you get what I'm saying. They've been out of touch for, for quite a bit during this election process. They took Joe Biden, that is senile. He's about to fall off the cliff, dude. He, he's, he's, like, he's transparent, bro. But what, like, you know, at least Donald Trump is orange, right? You can kind of be like, oh, okay, there's a human there. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So yeah, my, my, my prediction is uh, Trump's going to win. Uh, whether that's good or bad, that's uh, not going to be to me to, 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 to decide, but I, based on, on comments, on, uh, on, on posts that are me- being done online, on, on people's reactions, um, I, I do think that's what's going to happen. And, 
And yeah. Yeah, love you, America. Love you, states. Uh, best of luck today. As Canadians, we also wish you best of luck, our biggest economic trading partner. We love you. Don't fuck it up. Uh, but yeah, as always, bro, as always, yo, uh, roses to A&W for their Uncle Burger, their Mama Burger, and all their chicken burgers. Roses to, uh, roses to our neighbors to the south. Again, I love y'all. Uh, thorns through, uh, the democratic process. Oh, shit, is it fucking flawed? That's gonna be another episode. I'm gonna literally go fucking ham on the democratic process, because I think it's flawed, and it's, and it's just oligarchs controlling our shit. But... Thorns to snow. There's snow. There's motherfucking snow. Uh, thorns to the cold weather. Yo, next week. Yo, this week. In a couple days, it's going to be like hot-ish for November. And uh, my scooter is still out, baby. I'm going to rip in the streets. Uh, but yes, thorns to uh, thorns to biases. Thorns to the government. Thorns to every fucking government out there. Y'all fucking suck. Politicians are trash. But on an individual, individual individual level i love you stay safe out there wear your masks maybe don't whatever do the fuck you want to do love you stay safe ciao